R2 Sense. With Oscar. Did I mess it up? and gentlemen, welcome to Our Two Cents. It is I, your host, Oscar, once again, bringing it back and back and back again. And I stopped that on accident. It wasn't supposed to stop there. It doesn't matter. We stopped it where we needed it. We didn't need to stop it there. But I, again, welcome. It is... September the 24th, and happy National Cherry Jubilee Day. Whatever that means. I don't even know what Jubilee means. And again, happy National Punctuation Day. So if you missed that period or that comma or that apostrophe, make sure you guys put it down right there. And it is National Brave Day. It's always going to be National Brave Day on the 4th Friday of September. Always. And if it's the last Friday, it is National Gay Men's with HIV AIDS Awareness Day. So let's be safe out there, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary folk and, um, and all of the above. Let's be safe and let's get it together. <clears throat> now, my conversation today, Alonso, he, he climbs rocks, he climbs cliffs, he skydives, he does all of the above. Now, with what he was telling me, it, it kind of scares me. Because I, like I explained to him, I, I feel like I'm not afraid of heights, but when I'm flying my drone... I get scared. I don't even know why. But it's neither here nor there. Now, climbing is something I've never done, something that I've looked into. But uh, it's something I would like to do. That's why there were so many questions that I was like, oh, but how do you do this? But how do you do that? And you know what, Alonso, you were you were great. Thank you so much for uh, giving me your, 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 your honest answers and giving me the time to have this conversation with you. Um, I really appreciate it. And... Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation too because it was interesting. It, it's something that uh, most of us don't come don't come across on a daily, on a day to day life. Um, but uh, without further ado, I bring to you my friend Alonso. And let's have him join us. Let me see. Can I hear you? Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you clearly. Good. There you go. Perfect. <laughs> wow. This has been, what, like three weeks since I actually like, messaged you and I've been, yeah, I've, yeah. Been, I've been kind of dodging you. So <laughs> I hope you don't <laughs> That's mind good. me. That's what it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. You know, look, honestly, last week I got so busy with my regular work and that's why it was like that on, on the day that I was supposed to record with you, they hit me with like, all right, you're going to go to El Centro. Which is, I mean, I'm, I don't know if you if you're familiar with that area, El Centro. That's close yeah. to the border. 
Okay, no, I'm not. So, I'm not too familiar. So That's for, funny you say that, though. I'm actually heading down there this weekend. Oh, in nice. Two days. Nice. What are yeah. you gonna do out here? We're we're going highlighting in Mexico. So ah, okay, yeah. okay, good. Should be, good. should be a good time. <laughs> Definitely should be right. Just just be safe out there. It's it's scary out there sometimes. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as long as you you stay to where where you need to be, you should be fine. So no worries yeah. there. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. So again, my name is Oscar and uh, this is my podcast, Our Two Cents. I usually have conversations uh, with, uh, I try to have it with, um, it was just uh, about everybody who walks different paths of lives, who, who, who's uh, in a different um, content creation uh, lane that I'm in, just because I, I want to learn about them and what they do. And that's why I sent you the message. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I honestly don't remember when I sent you the message. Cause like I said at the beginning, it's been three weeks since we've been planning this, but here we are. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself and let us know what you do and um, all that good stuff. And, and, and you have anything, your, your plug, your, your TikTok, your Instagram, all that good stuff too, please. Sure. Uh, so my name is Alonso, Alonso Rodriguez. Uh, I've been a professional highliner for a little under a year now. Uh, enjoying anything extreme sports, you know, I do a lot, you know, from highlining to rock climbing to experimental rope swinging that you can see some of that stuff on my social media accounts. (laughs) Uh, I did skydiving for a while. I do plan to get back into it at some point, but I'm focused on highlining and other sports as well. Uh, I do a lot of winter sports, skiing, um, mountaineering, just anything with adventure, anything that has adventure in it. I, I do it and I enjoy it to the fullest. Uh, you guys can find me on a couple different um, social media platforms. Uh, my TikTok is at Rodri Slacks. And that's how Oscar and I met. Of course. Uh, Instagram's Alonso underscore Skyriguez. And YouTube is Alonso Goes. So those are, those are, I post regularly on all three. Awesome. Awesome. You, you, so, Every every week, how about how many episodes do you upload? Uh, I post uh, once a week on YouTube, okay. and three times a week on TikTok, and twice a week on Instagram. Okay, nice, nice. So you you stay con- you stay um constant. Jesus, I can't even find the right word. You stay uh, consistent. Consistent. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you stay consistent <laughs> with your, with your with your work, right? That's good. Ever since ever since July, I started to uh, take it a little more seriously, just to try to build this uh, reputation for myself. So right. you know, people could have something to look at, and it's up to date, and it's not like you know, you go on my thing, and the last thing I posted was from like six months ago. You know, right? Now I'm I'm con- constantly trying to look for sponsors or okay. you know uh, people to help uh, fund projects or any yes. anything like that, and. Just having a good social media standing helps. Yes, yes, of course, definitely, and, and and like like you said earlier, being consistent too. It's that's that's the key to it all. Just like the consistency that you keep. Uh, unfortunately, I I fail at weeks to not be consistent. You know, but the way I see it is, as long as I get back on that horse and just keep going from where I left off, it, it it's gonna it's going to get me into that zone where I can maintain myself consistent. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, I noticed you called it a adventurous sport. Mm-hmm. So it is my understanding that it's what you do is goddamn 
extreme sport. Whatever you're doing, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not adventurous at all. Me walking through the woods, that's adventurous. What you do, you're crazy, man. <laughs> With all due respect, <laughs> you're crazy. And I, and I got to say, I, I respect what you do, but I will call you crazy because I don't have the balls to do that. Look, this is this is how much of a, a, a of a bitch I am. Like, all right, I'm gonna say it, <laughs> I'm gonna say it on here. This is how much of a bitch I am. I had a drone. I like flying my. I still have it. I love flying my drone. All right, but anytime my drone start, starts getting higher than maybe eight feet off the ground, I start getting those butterflies in my stomach. It's like really? it, as if I'm standing on that thing, eight feet on the air. Now, I don't. I work construction. I don't have a problem with walking plate lines on those tall buildings, like th- like 13, 13, 14 footer. Foot, I mean footer. Uh, uh, um, Jesus Christ, I, I'm losing all my words today. Um, buildings as tall as eight floor, nine, nine, ten floor buildings. I can walk them like on the edge, no problem. I mean, you're basically a highlander. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I don't understand why. I I get like that. I, I get so nervous. Like as soon as I would see my drone start getting higher and higher, I start getting that feeling like, oh, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna fall. But it's not even me. I'm standing on the ground. How the do you go, right? Uh no, I'm not even I don't even have that. I could be on the boat, like I could go on the ocean and the boat just fine and I don't get dizzy. Huh. I don't even feel like throwing up. And like I said, I could get up, I could get next to a cliff and look down. I will get scared, but it's not like me standing on, uh, like me flying my drone and, and getting scared like that. How do you get over that? Like, I mean, you're a pro at it. I've seen a couple of your videos. Yeah. Oh my God, you're crazy. Especially when you were throwing that rope across to the other side. I was like, <laughs> how the hell? Are you going to grow some wings and fly across or how are you going to get across? <laughs> yeah. So it, you know, it wasn't an overnight thing. Of it course. kind of, uh, it takes, it takes a process, you know, uh, just one of those things where the more you do it, the more you get accustomed to it. But, right. you know, just like anyone that starts, I was out there terrified first couple of times I did it, you know, like real, real ripped, you know, just so scared that like, you you know, your knuckles turn white because you're gripping on everything so hard. But <laughs> You're holding on you know, to your life. It's, it's exposure therapy, right? Like right. the more you do it, the more you get used to it. After months and months and months of just, repetitively trying because i i wanted to do this of course uh i almost gave up but we'll, we'll talk about that later all right i digress uh, <laughs> uh yeah i just uh one day you know it happened it clicked i stood up i took some steps and you know ever since that day unless baby step after baby step it's just been getting easier and easier now you know i'll wake up you know just do a quick little morning stretch and can hop on that line like if it was my morning commute. Are, are you one of those people that uh go climbing, go rope climbing, and, and they set up camp like in the middle of their climb and they sleep hanging? Yeah, I do that as well. Wow how how is that like in the middle of the night when you're asleep? How is that like? There's got to be a something in your head telling you you're up in the air at any point you could fall. There's got to be something telling you that. Well, no, uh, you, you sleep tied into a harness. So okay. it, if you fell, you, you wouldn't fall. Essentially you're, you've got a leash. It's 
maybe a couple meters long. So like if you say, say if you rolled off the cliff, right, mm -hmm. it'd be like a little scary and you might fall like six inches, but, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't go very far. Would you bounce um, off the walls though? No, you wouldn't even go that far. You'd stop much sooner than that. Um, you might lose your sleeping bag. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'd rather do that than lose my life. <laughs> yeah. No, that that is a thing. You know, some people roll cool. around in their sleep. So anyone that does that, myself included, we we sleep tied into the wall. Are you, are you uh, one of those people that don't move at all in their sleep? Or are you are you like a, a like when you're sleeping, you move everywhere? Because that's me. I'm kicking everywhere. <laughs> My wife always tells me, you hit me in the face last night while you were sleeping. And I was like, uh, was I sleeping? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, according to the, you know, according to the people I sleep with, I, I talk in my sleep, but I'm, I'm not a big mover. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I move everywhere. I move everywhere. So that's why I was like, aren't you scared to fall off? <laughs> yeah. I guess if you're, if you're a mover, you know, you're usually, you're usually climbing with a partner, right? So mm. you, if you're the mover, you would just sleep closer to the wall and between your partner and the wall. So that way it's like, it's less likely that you're going to move off the cliff, you know? So then I'll just have my partner deal with him staying awake all night while I poke him right when I kick and, and, and move around. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, uh, you're so tired by the time you get there that you can sleep through pretty much anything. Honestly. Uh, yeah. That, I bet you that's what helps. That's what helps ever like, like people like you that, that, that does that and, and sleep on those sides of the cliff. I bet you that's what helps them. Like, cause your, your body's tired. Your body is ready to just shut down and rest that you don't even think about, Oh, I'm sore. I'm going to be moving. And you don't even think about that. You just much, fall yeah. asleep. Oh, It's just okay. like I need a, I need to sleep because I'm gonna wake up at four in the morning the next day to do to keep going up. You know. <laughs> What What's the highest climb you've done? Uh, let's see. I've done Half Dome. Uh, I think that might be the highest thing. Uh, I plan to do El Cap uh, at some point soon. Like I've I said, I'm, I'm really I'm really focused on on the highlining right now. How high is the, uh, the dome that you just mentioned right now? Two thousand feet off the ground, just like a vertical, vertical hill. Like I mean, a vertical yep. mountain, just going up. Jesus yep. Christ! What about the, the El Capitan that you mentioned? I've heard, I've heard that name before that you just said, El Capitan. How, yeah, that how one, about that one? That one's about. It's a little over three thousand feet. Jesus Christ! Over a thousand feet more than the other one. But you've. How long did it take you the 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 dome to climb? Oh, it was a, a full a full like over twenty four hours and. We didn't bring anything to sleep, so we just we just climbed through the night. I think the the time I did that, we didn't get to the top till it was maybe 11 p.m. And you know, we still had an eight mile hike down, so we didn't get back to the car till like Jeez. four in the morning. Jeez, that that must have been like the longest day that you've ever had so far, right? Honestly, yeah, that one that one was a rough one, and I was still very new to all these sports. This was. This was in 2017, you know, oh. in September of 2017. I started doing all this in February of 2017. So nice. I was a newbie and somebody took me out, you know, and kind of we went for a rough day. Yeah. What What do you prefer? What do you think is more? What, what do you get more adrenaline out of climbing or or, or jumping out of a, of, a, of a plane? It depends. Um So in climbing, there's no adrenaline 
unless you think you're gonna fall <laughs> if All that right. makes sense so if i'm if i'm climbing something that's well uh below my pay grade you know it's something typically easier it's you know it's very enjoyable i move very quickly uh just very 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 smooth but if i'm climbing something difficult where you know i get to a part where like i feel like my hand's about to go like can't hold on much longer you know mm. uh a lot starts to go through your mind you know like it's like okay like i'm gonna fall am i gonna what am i gonna hit you know and all these things start racing through your mind you know like is the last piece of protection i put in this rock gonna hold uh am i gonna break something you know it's it's scary but skydiving you're so far off the ground that right. it just doesn't you don't really feel it it's it's more calm, I would say, when you're high in really? the sky. Really? I'd more say calm? So. I, I think I'd only feel adrenaline while skydiving if I, you know, if I pulled my parachute and it didn't open properly. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that be, would be scary, right? Because there, because it is my understanding. I've never, I never uh, dove. Is that the right, the right term? Dove, skydove, or skydive? Skydive. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've never done any any of that. <laughs> but I have I have seen videos and those videos scare the crap out of me, especially when the parachute doesn't open right or or it opens up all tangled up. Yeah. How many backups do you have? You got to have a backup for a backup. You just have one, one backup. Just, just one backup. Oh, yeah. But the backup. So so you pack your own parachute, right? Most of the time you, you can pay somebody to do it as well. But most people pack their own parachutes okay your backup you have to have a very special certification and packing and it's packed differently so it's packed in order to ensure that it's going to open properly every single time there's like a so you know when when you're packing it's like imagine like stuff in a suitcase with clothes right like mm -hmm. you know you could do it neatly and nicely but you know when you do the reserve and you have that certification there's like a very very precise project or process that goes with it. And so like I've me, I'm not allowed to pack reserves. I, I don't right. even know exactly how they do it, but, but I do know it's a different process. Wouldn't it be convenient for all parties to all the parishes be packed as if it was in the, like the backup then would it be so the, in everybody's yeah, best interest? You, you you do there is like a, a very special process to pack it but in my days that i've been out there you know for example like people get uh complacent right you have a so you have planes leaving every 30 minutes oh, okay uh, and if you're if you're at a drop zone for an entire day you might get five or six jumps in that day okay. however say there's a plane leaving in 10 minutes right and you still have to pack this parachute Normally it takes me somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes to pack it. Okay. Right. So I wouldn't make that plane. Yeah. However, somebody, somebody really trying to get as many jumps in would just pack their parachute really crappy, like, and just to make that plane, you know? So that's, that's what it comes down to. Like most, uh, to my understanding, most, uh, malfunctions are because people were complacent and did something incorrectly in a hurry in a hurry or just careless in that, general. that's what i was gonna say because you know I, at least there's an area over here by my house where i live where uh a lot of people go skydiving and you barely hear any of any incidents like in the last maybe maybe i haven't been paying attention close enough 
But in personally, in the last, I want to say, four or so years, I've only heard two incidents where mm-hmm. a parachute failed. Now, it's horrible if, if you're one of those two. But if we go off of numbers, it's just a numbers game, right? I mean, it, it, it it's not... It's even harsh to say not that bad, right? <laughs> but it's a life that still got lost. But it, like right, I said, yeah. But statistically, yeah, it is. It is a fairly safe sport. You know, mm-hmm. I think most of the injuries you'll see are like broken ankles from people landing wrong, maybe, mm, or you know, scrapes because they like didn't, you know, again because of a bad landing or yeah. something. But you know, deaths I think are are pretty rare. Yeah, they they to me it sounds like it it is very minimum. Um, unless you're that one that failed, you know, but yeah. yeah. Um, to me, uh, the thought of jumping off of a plane, it, it sounds like something I would like to experience, but the thought of jumping off of a plane, it's something I don't want to experience. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The, not gonna lie, the first like handful of times you ever do it, when you know when it's time to go out of that plane, it is really scary. But again, you know, it's just exposure therapy. You get yeah. you get used to it rather quickly, actually. It you know it feels uh, it's a special type of feeling that is kind of hard to explain because you know you're the plane's already traveling forward, mm-hmm. so it's not like if you jumped off a cliff, you know, you wouldn't get that. You don't get that same feeling because you're already moving really fast. So you don't get like the butterfly feeling like when you drop in a roller coaster or anything like that. Oh, okay. I thought that's what you would get. That that was the only uh, feeling that I would imagine every time. Like I would think about me jumping off of a plane would be like, just that I left my guts, my guts up there and I'm over here coming down already. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a shocker to most people, I think. All right. What what do you do uh, on your regular life, man? Uh, I'm an engineer for a living. For a what? I'm sorry. Oh, for oh, okay, nice, nice. Engineering yeah. and crazy, right? That's awesome. Well, <laughs> it's a good combination. Yes, it is. Uh, it gives you a lot of life experience, and and it. I'm. How is your temper? Is your temper pretty cool? Because if you're doing that kind yeah. of extreme sport, you're putting your body in a lot of stress, and and yeah, regular life exactly. for you must not seem, not not something that it's like. Ah, all right, we'll we'll figure it out. Is that how you view life? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. It's always like uh, you know, just put one foot in front of the other and just don't lose your cool kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, you you with what you do, it's it's the more uh, realistic way to be because you you're constantly putting yourself in a lot of stress. So I figure uh, you dropping uh, your milk on the table, it's like not a big deal. As, as if it yeah, were me, exactly. oh man, I'm I'm screaming at everybody. Who the hell put this? In? No, <laughs> yeah, but that that's cool, man. What do you would what? Okay, what do you think is safer, jumping out of a plane, or or riding a motorcycle in California? I'm gonna say California because I know over another other states don't allow lane splitting. Uh, so I'll I'll tell you that right now because I I actually have my motorcycle license and I I owned a motorcycle Good. for four for three See years that? almost. Yeah, is that from? <laughs> no, that that's a tattoo that I that I went and got yeah, myself. That, it's, a, it's a motorcycle. Right? Yes, I ride that's too. Cool. I used to. I, I like saying I ride, but I haven't rode in a year, so I feel like a traitor. 
But go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, so I, I owned a 600, a street bike. Nice. nice. Uh, what, 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 what did you have? A Jixer? Exactly. R6? A Suzuki Jixer. Yeah. Nice. I have a, so, you know, a seven. Uh, 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 I even forgot the name. Jesus Christ. It, the new Honda. Uh, not Honda. Yamaha. F, not the FJ. FC07. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ! Okay, that's how that's how long I. Bro- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not lying about riding though. I have <laughs> ridden, but that FC zero seven is what I had. You know. Okay. At first, when I saw the FC zero nine, I didn't like it at all because of the seat. But then a couple years down the line, because I got mine in 2015, like around the time when you started um, uh, climbing, like, which was 2017. Mm-hmm. That's when I when I took a look at the FC nine again. And I was like, you know what? I should have gotten the FZ09 instead of the FZ07. Because I, I, I kind of fell more in love with the F, the, the seat the seat, the seat of the FZ09 than the FZ07. Maybe because I already had the FZ07. Sure. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Yeah. So 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 then you, you, you're you right too then. So you're crazy all around. Jesus. Yeah. I don't. Well, not anymore. Oh, I, okay. I did sell that back in 2017. Uh, but, you know, guess what? I sold it. <laughs> Oh, what, what, you sold it? I sold it, yeah. Why? Because I thought it was dangerous. And yet you went and jumped off a plane. Nice. <laughs> I I think, you know, if we're, if we're putting numbers to it again, statistically, that is a lot safer than riding a motorcycle. But can we also say that there's a lot less people jumping and climbing mountains and jumping off of, pl- of airplanes than there are riding? I... Don't know, honestly. There's there's quite a large community of uh, jumpers and climbers. Oh, okay. I'm not. Sure I was just trying to defend are, riders. But, <laughs> but I would, I'd like to see the numbers. You know that that'd be a cool statistic to see. I <clears throat> maybe maybe I'm just thinking that there's not enough people. Not enough. Not a lot of people um, doing climbing and jumping off of helicopters. Cause I mean, a planes. Cause I'm not in that world. That's probably why I'm not thinking that there's a lot of people. But um, listening to other podcasts, like scrolling through TikTok, I see a lot of people climbing. So so statistically, it might be about the same. And you might be right. Um, jumping, it might be a lot safer than, uh, than, than being on a motorcycle. Yeah, because you're not going to get hit from jumping yeah. down. <laughs> And well, it, you might. I mean, it happens. Like sometimes skydivers crash into each other. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's that. So it's got his. <laughs> so it's got it's got everything. It's like anything. Then it, it's got his good and bads, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that's that's awesome, man. That, that's awesome that you that you that you do that and, and you put yourself in that type of uh, stress. Um, what about your videos? Do you record everything yourself, or do you have a a crew, or or, or? Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's mostly myself, you know, like every now and then I'll like, I'll like tell my buddy like, Hey, like I want to do this thing, hold this phone, record it for me or something. And and they're all, you know, they're all really supportive of what I do. They help me out. But yeah, as far as all like any editing and things like that go, it's just me for now. You know, if, if it grows, I might, you know, expand a little bit, but that's long term. I'm I'm nowhere near that right yeah, now. No, you I, know? Feel you. I feel you. I'm in the same boat right now too. Um, I, when I started doing this, I, I I started by myself, and then I didn't know how to do it at all. 
I didn't even know how to talk to myself like on video. You know, I didn't even I didn't even know how to do it. So I kind of convinced my buddy to come to do it with me to join me and do it. But uh, it was kind of forced upon. So he he wasn't really into it. Something that I that he wanted to do. Um, yeah. So that's why we did it for over a year. And I was like, you know what? It it's like it, this is not what you want to do, and it, this is what I want to do. So your 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 priority your, your priority is not, your priority is not this. So it, we might as well part ways, and you do whatever you need to do, and I'll do whatever I got to do. And I told him like, if there's any other time where you want to come back and just you know just shoot the shit, just talk shit to each other again, we can still do it. And you know, that's where we left it out with him. Because, uh, like I said, my goal is to do something out of this. Like, I, I, I like doing it. I'm doing it because I, I like doing it for fun. It's just not for to get something out of it. But it is. Yeah. It's like anything else. You, you, We're always looking to get something out of something, right? Right, yeah. Turn turn those passions into careers, right? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately for me, I didn't follow into, like, the path, the path that you followed, that you finished your schooling. I didn't. I... I decided to do the whole drinking game after high school. <laughs> so then I was stuck Live working. Live and learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, clearly, right? And 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 uh, then uh, I I felt like I wasn't doing anything with my life other than just like go to work, come back home, just sit here and and wish I had something to do. And and that's what drove me to you know, pick something to do and and I found podcasting and then you know, the rest is where we're at now. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. What about you? What, what where, where, the, what's your plans? I know you, 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 you plan on keep working this, but, uh, what do you plan on, uh, for in any future videos? Where do you plan on going besides the El Capitan? Oh, you know, just, uh, I have a couple, I, I kind of go at it year by year. So, uh, I've mm, got, okay. uh, we've got some whiteboards out in the living room where, you know, kind of brainstorm some really big projects for the year. Okay. Uh, so, like I said, next week we're going to Mexico. Oh. We're gonna rig a we're gonna rig a kilometer long slack line in a canyon in a national park, and we're gonna see if we can break the national record. You know, and that means walking the whole thing without falling. Uh, but you I are think, tied up, right, to that rope? Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. we're tied in. It's it's very safe. It's it's honestly the safest thing I do. Um, now, yes, you know, so that's one of them. I've thought about this a lot now that you're talking about, like, you guys are going to put that long rope across the, the, was it Canyon, right? Is it a Canyon or, or mountain? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, at work, I'm telling you, I'm comfortable walking those plate lines, like those plate lines at work. Um, mm -hmm. but I've noticed that if like for, for the most part, if we have a two by, like a two by four across, just just uh, like if it's like 20 feet off the ground and, and it's across from building to building like for myself it's hard to cross that but if i have a two by four across just laying on the floor it's so much easier i don't even wobble going through it like does that happen to you do you get the wobbles when you're is that what it's called i don't even know if that's what that, that's what that's called but do you get that when you're when you're going across or do you just maintain your head your head level and just nothing happens uh, it's quite the opposite, actually. Um, so when, you know, because we do this also low to the ground in the park. Okay. Right? Like just tree to tree. The mm. park is uh, scarier 
because there is real risk of injury at the park. You know, you can fall like a couple of feet, a couple of meters and break your ankle, mm -hmm. something like that. But when, when you're up high, it's, uh, you know, it's, um, you're falling into space, you know, into, onto your nice leash, you know, mm -hmm. there's very, you're very hooked. little injury yeah. possibility when you're walking the line like that yeah. versus when you're walking low to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's what I noticed that like, for, for me, at least, like I said, I walked across like a low two by four and a high two by four and being at the lower two by fours for me, that's what's more comfortable than uh, trying to walk the high one, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, that's crazy though. Uh, how many people go with you to, to these things though? Like, do you take like a whole posse or is it just like a few friends? It, it depends, you know, some, sometimes if, if we're not doing anything crazy, you know, if we're just hanging out, doing something small, it, it could just be two of us sometimes even. But, uh, mm. you know, when it's a really big project like this, you mm. need a lot of hands uh, because there's a, there's a lot to do. So there's a lot of work to be done just to get this thing across. So, you know, people have to be holding lines and they're heavy. So uh, I think... I think there's about 15 of us going out there this, this next week. Uh, I'd say between five to 15 is pretty average, but sometimes those numbers get pretty high if, if the project is really, really big. Mm. Oh, nice. Um, what about uh, injuries? Like if somebody gets an injury, it, oh, oh, no, before we get to that part, you said the ropes were heavy, right? Like how yeah, they, far do you have to hike with those ropes from where you park to where you got a strap? <laughs> it depends. You know, we've done as much as like eight miles just one oh way. Oh my god! And you know, and they are. It is a it is a mission. You know, because you're carrying it all on your back, and yeah. on top of that, you have to carry all your food, water, sleeping yeah. gear if you're going to stay for a couple of days. So that's something that gets considered too. You know, when you're when you're deciding on a team, you got to you got to take that logistic into 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 mind, right? It's like mm. uh, it's like all right, if I have to walk a lot, I might want to bring a few extra people to help disperse the weight, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it just mm. depends. Yeah. Do you do you meal do you meal prep or or do you eat whatever snacks on the road or or, or how do you do your eating? So during the week, I'm I'm pretty consistent and I do prep. Okay. Uh, I, I eat pretty much the same stuff every, every day, but on weekends, it's like, you know, you're kind of, you're out there, right? So it's like, whatever you can get your hands on, you put in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Just go, right? <laughs> yeah. But you know, with that said, I, I have snacks that I enjoy, you know, I'm a big fan of peanut butter. Oh. I love sardines, okay. uh, you know, your trail mix, almonds, uh, things like that. Things, things that are super heavy energy bars. Uh, but you know, like I wouldn't bring meat out there because you know you have to cook that; it can go bad. It's heavy because it's got juice in it. Ah, uh, so you always yeah. try to take the dry stuff then. Yeah, it's always more ideal. Even even the peanut butter is like dry, and then you have to add water to it to what? make the peanut butter. So just dry peanut butter. Up, I didn't know that. Is, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That's 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 good to know. I I'm, I need to get me some some of that because too. I I sometimes go uh, hiking too, and I'm and I get tired of granola bars. Those uh yeah. the, the, those nature bars, they, they get they get tiring sometimes. 
Um, but yeah, yeah that's, that's but but I, I don't do but I don't do anything anything that requires me to be out there as much time as you do. That's awesome. What about injury? What if uh, somebody breaks an ankle? Let's just say like that's what would be the worst case scenario? A head injury, right? That would be the worst case uh, scenario. Yeah, I think uh, I think a head injury would be worst case worst case scenario on an adventure. I think is you know if you're climbing and you're like on a wall really high up and someone gets a head injury, you know, uh, then, you know, um, you know, I've never, I haven't had to go through anything that crazy, but ideally what you would need to do, you know, if it's just the two of you, it's, it's tough. You better hope you can call 911 or something, you know, uh, there's this trick. Not a lot of people, I didn't even know this till I was, I was listening to a podcast actually the other week. Uh, if your phone says you have no service, that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't call 911 because mm-hmm. 911 is through all providers. Yeah. So even if it says no service, try calling 911. It might go through. Yeah. I, you know what? I did know that, that, that I did know. Cause I, I had a, I had a phone and this is when I was younger, younger and dumb. I'm still dumb, you know, but when I was dumbest, <laughs> Um, uh, when I was younger, I grabbed the phone that had a that didn't have a service or the SIM card in it, and and I dialed nine one one, and and it did work. So and it dialed. <laughs> yeah, it did dial. I didn't think it would have, but it did dial. You know, and that's when I found yeah. out that any phone at, at any time you could dial nine one one as long as the the phone turns on. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I didn't, but being out there, I didn't think I didn't think it it, it would be something that would work just because. You're you're over there where probably there's hardly any signals, you know. Yeah, it, like I said, it just depends, you know. Like, I've I've heard stories of you know some crazy accidents and people having to spend like multiple days with their partners out there, until they can, you know, give them get them back up on their feet. And sometimes they leave them with like, you know, just enough like warmth and food, and they go get help. They hike down as fast as possible. I guess worst case scenario would be if that guy injured himself on the way down too, and then it'd be like, now you got two injured people to get out, and how yeah, are they going to get out? <laughs> yeah, that would that see that that would be a definitely that would be a a big tragedy right there for for both parties, right? Because sure. one person's already depending on the other person, hoping that this person can get him out, but then the other person gets messed up, breaks, twists an ankle, breaks an ankle. I don't know what the case might have been, you know. That would be scary, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We we wear helmets though, you know, to avoid the at least as best avoid a head injury as best as possible. Yeah, you, you take all uh, the precautions that you can, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, that that would be my biggest worry, like an injury. Um what have you how long have you stayed out for what's the longest you've stayed out uh, on a climb or or on an extreme uh, adventure? like eight days maybe all right so you've slept in the woods during the mountains and the cliffs and the deserts right yeah pretty all much right. everywhere yeah okay so you in the middle of the night what are the sounds that you hear what is the craziest sound you've heard that you were like what the heck is that so i mean it's not i mean it, it is uncommon but it's it's not rare i would i should say that you know you you get woken up by like a bear or something. Oh no? man! <laughs> yeah, this is so. Just a few weeks ago, actually, this was in July, maybe late July of this year. 
Okay. I was I was out in uh, I was out in the mountains with a friend of mine, and just to give you just some quick context, we don't normally use tents when we when we're out there. Okay. Uh, I personally think they're a waste of space. You don't really need it. Just uh, take a you bag. just sleep on. You just sleep on this in a sleeping bag okay. on the open ground, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get, you so, see the stars, which is beautiful, right? I bet you get exactly. some nice view. All right, go oh, on. Oh yeah, you get my bad. You get great shooting stars and all this, but so we're you know we're sleeping out in the open, and she you know she wakes me up at, at like four in the morning, telling me she she heard a noise, and I say, because it's her first time ever doing this. She's never she's never done this uh, sleeping out <laughs> no tent you know kind of thing. And I said, yeah, you know, that's just like the, the jitters getting you. Don't worry about it. And then if you can imagine like the loud, the, when, when a bear or a dog blows uh, air out of its nose. Okay. You know, I hear that right behind us. Oh, and, no. and I'm thinking like, okay, you know. But, you know, I, it didn't worry me, honestly. Uh, it's because it's like, you know, what are you going to do? You got to. You kept you your school? Gotta, you just got to get up and scare it away. You know, there's nothing else left to do. And just hope uh, it runs, I, right? Yeah, exactly. I couldn't see it at first because it was behind some bushes. So I hear that and I get up to scare it. You know, it's dark. So I grab a headlamp. I'm in my underwear. Of course. <laughs> I, I turn it on and I like, I flash it over the bushes and I see probably the biggest bear I've ever seen before. It's, this thing is huge. It's like the size Jeez. of a refrigerator. No, and <laughs> and I do my best to like you know put my hands up. I, I scare it, and it takes off running. And because the sound those footsteps made was enough for me to say, okay, um, let's pack up our camp. We're, we're getting out of here. I don't think I'm gonna sleep anymore. <laughs> so we we went to we left. Uh, we went to a spot to watch the sunrise and have breakfast. Uh, mm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and we've had other cases where, like, you know, bears would bug us all night. Like, we had a baby bear trying to steal our food all night, and it woke us up, like, four times. Oh, man. So, yeah. a baby bear, that means a mama bear was around, and you guys were still not scared? Jesus. I would have been crapping my pants. I would have <laughs> I would have not known where to go. I would have not slept that night. I don't know how you made, how do you do, how do, you do that? You're just tired, I, I guess, right? <laughs> I find, I don't know, I find comfort with friends, because I've, I've been out by myself at night in the middle of the forest, and that's when I've been like definitely like a little freaked out, where I'm like hearing things that are probably aren't really even there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I one I was doing a hike. It was an overnight hike by myself because I wanted to go capture the sunrise at this like seven mile long hike. So I was hiking through the night, and I realized because I was I was kind of scared the whole time, you know. Okay. I'm hiking really fast, so I'm moving too fast, and I have to take a break because it's uh, I'm too early, right? I didn't time it right. Mm-hmm. So I crawled up on top of this like 30 foot rock where I was just like looking around the entire time, just trying to be like, okay, there's <laughs> nothing here. I tried napping, I tried yeah. like the whole thing, and I was just it just didn't work for me. But but this was back in this was like over two years ago, so I don't. Maybe if I did it again now, I'd be a little more seasoned to it, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you have more experience now than you did back then. That's scary. Yeah. Um, so you've never... Uh, what, what, what area do you hike again? Uh, anywhere. I spend most of my time in Sequoia and Yosemite. Oh, okay. 
Um, I don't know if you, I mean, I, I scrolled through TikTok for hours trying to look for people to talk to and trying to find, trying to find what I find interesting and see if uh, anybody yeah. else wants to have a conversation. And I've seen uh, a lot of these videos where, where they talk about skinwalkers. Now, skinwalker. you, you, you ever heard that, that term? Uh, no, it sounds like a zombie. Well, it kind of is. I get. I mean, it, it it's a belief from the natives that uh, it's a demon from another dimension. I don't know what it is, but it apparently takes shape into different animals or different humans, and you can hear it if you hear it calling your name in the middle of the desert. Don't follow it or something like that. Gotcha. I, 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 but you're not uh, familiar with it. It goes along with the story of Bigfoot, I guess. Okay. Yeah. It, it comes. It comes down to the same thing, you know. Like, if I'm by myself, I start to play. You know, it starts to mess with my head, mm. and it, it'll scare me. But if I'm if I'm even with at least one friend, all fear is gone. Yeah. It's like especially if you. I don't. I don't even know why, but it's kind of like, all right, if I die, you're done. Too, right. Of right? course. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, what gives you comfort is probably like the fact that if we die, if I die, I'm not going to die alone. That's what probably gives Bro, yeah, you comfort. Honestly, that's probably it. It, it makes zero sense, you know, like that uh, the fact that I'm even just one person takes all that away. Well, hopefully you don't start thinking about what I just told you anytime you're hiking now, because it looked like it, it sounded like you didn't even you never that that thought never even crossed your mind. So don't even uh, yeah. think about that. <laughs> I, I, my bad. I didn't I didn't mean to give you any other fears if you if you had any, because it sounds like you don't. Because you walk the the forest <laughs> by yourself. You're crazy, man. Uh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Um, but I mean, I don't. I I I, I like extreme sports. I I like them. But uh, maybe because I became a dad now, that's why I worry about getting hurt now. Maybe that's why. Yeah, it, that that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I can't I can't relate, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. And now that I said it, it makes a lot of sense. But uh, I, before I was just like, nah. I I just became a bitch now. Cause there's there I be sometimes I'm watching TV, and there'll be like a sad moment in a movie, right? And it'll it'll tear me up, and that just so when you become a dad, you kind of become a bitch too. So <laughs> you'll you'll just be go hand in hand. Huh? Yeah, I mean clearly because back back when I didn't have no kids, I remember I would not cry in a movie, like watching a movie I would not cry at all, and the last two three years. I've noticed that uh, there's a sad scenario, a sad scene in the movie. I'll tear up, like literally tear up. Where my wife would look at me like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "It's sad. The kid's crying, man." <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so yeah, but um, that that's fun, man. What you do and it, it's amazing, and I'm glad there's people like you that do it. Um, but uh, cause 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 that way I can learn about it by watching you, because. Let's be honest. I don't think I'll ever do anything on that. I but th- here's one one thing that I I do have in my bucket list that uh that I would like to do, but it goes back to what I'm telling you. I get so scared of heights that I don't know if I'll be able to do it, which is uh what I told you, skydiving. Um that yeah. that that's one that I would like to do. Um do you do any uh what is it with, with the squirrel suit? Is that wing wing, wing suit. Yeah, is do you do any of that or do you plan on doing any of that? You, you know, I did plan on doing it, uh, but you know, I've lost, I've now lost a few friends to that sport. Oh, okay. You know, it's, it's, 
it is a deadly sport, you know. That one, it is, like, huh? This is the sad truth of it. So I don't really know how I feel about it anymore. I, you know, I'm I'm open to it, mm-hmm. you know, but not in any rush to start doing it. Right, because those those guys are, they they fly like about 150 miles an hour plus, right? Yeah, it's a. Uh, crazy now those guys are crazy if if anybody thought you were crazy now those guys they they're they're a different level than you are <laughs> that's yeah that's a whole different thing like yeah. <laughs> that's scary yeah that's that's awesome man i'm glad i'm glad though but um yeah uh that, that was pretty much that's pretty much it for today man and uh i really really appreciate your time thank you very much for uh let, letting me ask you all these questions and uh and then tell yeah, this conversation with you. Um, is there anything you'd like to plug for the future? Anything you have coming up? Your TikTok again? Your you already did that, but you could do it again if you like. Go ahead. Uh, no, yeah, like I said, uh, you got my got my social medias uh, active on TikTok and YouTube the most, as well as Instagram. So, yes. you know, if you guys want to find out what I'm doing, just go yeah. check it out on there. Definitely. Hey, and if you ever want to come back and have another conversation, tell me, tell, tell us and tell me uh, about what you're up to, what you got planning uh, or what, what do you have for the future for yourself? Or you want to just have another conversation, man, send me a message. You got my email now and, uh, and we'll, we'll take it from there. Likewise. Yeah. If you want to, you want to talk again, reach out. I'll definitely do because I want to, I want to know when you come back from that, from El Capitan, see how, see how it went. I want to know how, how you do out there. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, I'll see when I I'll see when I get around to doing that. I might put that in my 2022 projects. So. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's got to be written down, otherwise it's not going to happen, man. Because yeah, you know, much. I've noticed that it, it might sound too nerdy saying write it down, or otherwise it's not going to happen. But in my experience, my recent experience, I've written shit down, and it's. And it's little by little been happening. So, you know, that does work because it keeps you accountable. You know, you see it written down and you're like, all right, this is what I was working for. But yeah, so that's yeah. that's good that you write it down, bro, man. Um, again, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to have this conversation with you. And and I want to apologize again for making you wait so long. I don't think I'm anybody important, but I apologize for making you wait. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> all right. We made it happen. Definitely, definitely, we did. Um, thank you very much again, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you next time. Yeah, you have a great day. Thank you as well. See you, man. All right, see you. Ladies and gentlemen and non-binary folk, climbers and non-climbers, listen. If you climb, you have a pair of sets of guts on you because that is one scary thing to be doing climbing cliffs over thousands of feet high where uh anything could go wrong but you guys are so good at doing it you guys are great um again my friend alonso i i I really really appreciate your time um this was really really fun i had a great time um Thank you very much, everybody. This is Art Two Cents, and um, sign up. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out my TikTok. It's dead. It's dead, but we'll get it going again. Um, I'm working on something really interesting at the moment. 
but we will get to it. Uh, you guys will find out sooner or later. Deuces! Deuces!